One way of growing new grapevines is through a method known as layering, havrocha. This is done by burying a branch of an existing grapevine in the ground and bringing it back up from the ground some distance away. This branch eventually becomes a new vine. The Mishnah discusses planting other species above the buried branch. <coughs> if a person layered a grapevine in the ground, is it there's not at least three tvachim of earth on top of the branch, he may not plant any other seeds directly above it because the roots of the new plant are likely to go into to penetrate through the buried branches which will result in the forbidden grafting of the other species onto the grapevine. As we mentioned in the first parak, Mishnah Zayin. However, we have this concern only with regard to a grapevine since its branches are soft and it can be penetrated by the roots. Branches of other trees are thicker and harder and a seed of another species may be planted above the buried branch. Our mission is speaking of planting other species more than six tvachim from the trunk of the original vine. Within six tvachim of the vine, it's also to plant another species in any case, as is mentioned in Paragvav. So, This is also even if he layered the branch through a gourd or a pipe. A gourd whose seeds were removed is similar in form to a hollow pipe. The mission is speaking of a gourd that's dried out. Otherwise, even if there is no vine there, it would be considered forbidden grafting when the roots of the other species go into the gourd. So we're talking about a dried-out gourd, or a pipe, that's enclosed the branch in a gourd or a pipe. As long as there are less than three tvachim of earth above the branch, the roots may go through the gourd or pipe and into the buried branch of the vine. We have this concern only if the pipe is made of pottery. A metal pipe, however, will prevent the roots from reaching the branch. If he layered the branch through a rock, even if there are only three finger breaths of earth on top of it, it's still more to plant another min of Zroim directly above it. If the branch is enclosed in solid rock, which cannot be penetrated by the roots of another plant, it's more to plant another species above the branch. Soft rocks, however, can be penetrated by the roots. It is not necessary for there to be three tvachim of earth between the other seed and the branch, even if the branch is only three its boys beneath the surface of the ground, planting above it is mutter. In actuality, it's not even necessary to have three its boys between the other species and the vine. However, anything less than that would not be suitable for planting. If there is a knee in a grapevine, when planting in the area of a grapevine, the new plant must be distant six tvachim from the vine. That's Kedea as we saw in Parakvav. The Mishnah discusses a vine that bends sideways and continues along the ground before turning upwards. So if there's an arkuva shebegefen, if there's a knee in a grapevine, the vine grows in a knee-shaped manner. When it comes up from the ground, it first bends sideways and continues along the ground. Then it turns and rises upward the shape of a bent knee. So, we measure only from the second trunk, not the original trunk of the vine, that is where it first came up out of the ground. We consider this the point where it begins its second rise, the second trunk, to be the base of the vine. Meaning, it comes out of the ground, that's the first trunk, and then it bends, and then when it bends again and grows upwards, that's the second trunk. To be the ba- That's going to be the base of the vine. The sixth trunk are therefore measured from that point rather from the point where it first came up from the ground. However, this is true only if the trunk of the vine, that is, where it first came up out of the ground, is not visible, so that the second rise appears to be the spot where the vine was planted. If the original trunk of the vine is visible and recognizable as the place where the vine was planted, the six tvachim are measured from the original trunk. Mishnah base. 
The halach is that grain and various types of greens may not be planted within six tvachim of a grapevine. Moreover, when a group of vines are arranged in a certain manner, they are considered a vineyard, and those other minim must be kept yet further away, a distance of Dal One of the conditions required for vines to combine to, to form a vineyard is that there must be at least two rows of vines that are from four to eight amas apart. The Mishnah is going to discuss how this law applies to layered grapevines. Regarding the case of a person who layers the branches of a row of three grapevines as creating a second row of vines, and the trunks of the first row are visible, although the branches of the original vines are buried under the ground, the trunks of the vines remain visible. Rabbi says, It is a distance of four to eight amas between the rows. They combine to form a vineyard, even though the new vines are still connected to the parent vine and are drawing nourishment from their roots. They are considered a second independent row. The two rows thus combine to form a vineyard from which other minim must be distanced for Amis. In actuality, they would be considered a vineyard even if only two of the three vines were layered, since they have the minimum arrangement of two vines facing two vines and one sticking out like a tail, as we mentioned in the fourth parak. So, but if not, that is, the two rows are less than four amas and more than eight amas apart, they do not combine to form a vineyard. Rather, they are considered individual vines from which other plants need to be distanced only six tochem. If a grapevine has dried up and died, asura of enemikadeshes, it's forbidden to plant other seeds in the work area because people may think that it's a live vine that has lost its leaves. The Torah does not prohibit planting near a dead vine. However, even a live vine loses its leaves in the fall and at times even in the summer. The Rabbana therefore answered planting near a dead vine throughout the year since they are concerned that people might think this is a vine that is a live vine that has lost its leaves. Nevertheless, if other seed was planted here, it doesn't answer the other produce. If other seeds were planted in the work area of a dried out vine, the produce does not become Asr, as Kaleh HaKarim. This is because the Isr against planting is only Midrabbana, not Midraisa, and the Rabbana did not answer the produce that grew from such a mixture. So too with regard to the cotton plant, it's forbidden to plant other seeds in its work area since the cotton plant is similar to a grapevine. However, it does not add to the produce of a seed that was planted there. The cotton plant resembles a grapevine. It's called Samar Geffen probably for a reason. If a person were to plant near a cotton plant, people may mistake the cotton plant for a grapevine and think that the person is planting within the work area of a grapevine. However, since the Isra against planting is Midra Bonan and not the Raisa, its produce is not going to be awesome. We learned to Mishnah Aleph that it's also to plant other seeds directly above the buried branch of a vine because the roots of the plants will likely grow into the branch, a violation of the Isser against grafting a plant onto a tree. The Mishnah concludes with the halacha that's related to that law. So to above a grapevine, it's forbidden to plant other seeds, yet it does not prohibit the produce that grows afterwards. Unlike Kele HaKarim, whose produce is Asr, the Isra of grafting does not forbid the produce. The produce of grafting will not be Asr Bahana. Mishnah Gimel. Elu Aitzrin In general, if a person plants grain or vegetables in a vineyard, both the grapes and the grain or vegetables are Asr Bahana. In the previous mission, a number of cases were mentioned where planting is also, yet the produce is not also bahano. This mission lists a number of additional cases where it's also to plant grain or vegetables near vines, yet the produce is not considered also bahano, as well as some situations where it is going to be also bahano. So, Elu Oizrim The situation in the following four areas forbids planting seeds of other species here, but does not ask for the produce that grows there. 
Moiser Choban Hakarim, the additional area in the destroyed section of the vineyard. In each of the cases that the Mishnah will mention, there are two distinct prohibited areas. One area where planting is prohibited and the produce is prohibited for benefit, and another additional area where planting is also prohibited, yet the produce is not considered al The first case, the destroyed section of the vineyard, is the clearing of the vineyard from the Karach HaSakarim discussed in Parak Dalit. We learned there that according to Basil, the clearing in the vineyard may not be planted with other species if the clearing measure is less than 16 arms across. Our Mishnah now teaches that although planting in such a clearing is usher, it does not necessarily result in the produce becoming forbidden for use. Only planting within four arms of the surrounding vines will cause the produce to become prohibited. However, planting in the additional area of the clearing, that is in the parts of the clearing that are more than four arms from the surrounding vines, does not cause the produce to become usher. For example, if the clearing in the middle of the vineyard measures 15 arms, and the other seeds were planted in the middle seven amas of the clearing, the produce doesn't become usher, since the plants are outside the four amas work area of the surrounding vineyard. The additional area in the, per- in the perimeter, the outer edge of a vineyard, we also learned in Perak Dalit that a person may not plant other species inside the perimeter of a vineyard, that is the space between the edge of a vineyard and its surrounding wall. If that space is less than 12 amas wide, our mission now teaches that in that case as well, only planting within four amas of the vineyard, the vineyard's work area will cause the produce to become prohibited. Planting in the remaining space, the perimeter's additional area that lies beyond the four amas of the vineyard does not cause the produce to become prohibited. For example, if the space between the edge of a vineyard and the surrounding wall was 11 amas, and other seeds were planted in the seven amas closest to the wall, the produce will not become prohibited since the seeds were planted beyond the four amas work area of the vineyard. Meiser Piske Aris, the additional area in the gaps of an aris. An aris is a group of at least five vines that are trained, directed to grow on a wall or the like. Even if there's only one row of vines, this is considered a vineyard, and the seeds of other species may not be planted within four amas of those vines. We also learned in the previous parak in Mishnah Vav, we're a case of an aris that contained 11 vines, and the middle vine was removed. This creates a gap in the row of vines. Five vines on each side of the gap, with each group of five vines being an aris in its own right. If the gap measures at least eight amas plus one tefach, planting is permitted there, as long as the plants are a distance of four amas from each group of vines. Our Mishnah comes to teach that if the gap is smaller than that, in which case planting is usher, the produce will be motor for use if the plants are in the additional area, the moiser mochel hakam, or the moiser piske aris. That is the area that is more than six tochem from the nearest vine. The same certainly holds true if a different species was planted more than six tochem from a single aris, that is from a row of such vines from which none were removed. Moiser afif yaris, and the additional area beneath the latticework roof that supports a grapevine. We learned in Paragvav Mishnah Gimel that if a person trains the grapevine on the roof of a structure, he may not plant seed of other species even beneath the section of the roof where the vine is not growing at this time. Our Mishnah teaches that although planting under this additional area, the structure is forbidden, whatever grows there does not become Osir Bahano. Avotachas Hagefen. In certain other areas, however, not only is it Osir to plant other species, but the produce of that planting also becomes Osir Bahano. Avotachas Hagefen, the area beneath the grapevine. The speaking of the area under the branch of a grapevine, which extends beyond the work area that surrounds the vine's trunk, it's also to plant other species in the area beneath such a branch. And the six Tvachim work area of a single grapevine, and the four Amma work area of a vineyard, these do prohibit the produce and will make them also. Mishnah Dalit.
As mentioned in the previous Mishnah, if the seeds of another min are planted beneath the grapevine, the produce becomes usher. A Mishnah discusses halacha of a person who spread a grapevine over another person's grain. If someone spreads his grapevine over his fellow's grain, he causes the grain that grows to become usher as kele hakaram. The grapes which belong to the person who created the climb obviously become usher as well. Moreover, the person who spread the vine is responsible to pay for the grain since he had caused a loss to his fellow. Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Shimon say a person cannot cause that which is not his to become usher. Since the grain does not belong to the person who spread the grapevine, it does not become usher as kele hakaram. The Torah says that you should not sow your vineyard climb. This term, your, excludes someone else's vineyard. The puzzle says that you should not plant your field climb. That's mashma, the tafka, your karam, and not someone else's karam. Rabbon and Amri, the tizr karmacha. The puzzle says, the tizr karmacha, only ele karmacha, karam achimenein. How do you know that a different karam that you plant can also become also tamalema climbing kamaka? Regardless of who it belongs to, it's not a question of bylaws over here, it's not a question of who owns it, but it's a question of was there a climb here or not. Mishnah Rabbi brings support to his position in the previous Mishnah that a person cannot cause something that is not his to become Aser. Rabbi said, It once happened that someone planted a seed of another species in his vineyard during Shemitah. Every seventh year of Shemitah, and all produce is considered hefker and may be taken by all. Therefore, the produce is not considered the produce of the owner of the field. The Mishnah's case is therefore similar to the case discussed by Rabbi and Rabbi in the previous Mishnah, where someone planted his grapes in his neighbor's field of grain, because here it doesn't belong to anybody. And reported the incident came before Rabbi Kiva. For Omar, Rabbi Kiva said a person cannot cause something that's not his to become Aser, therefore the produce is not Aser. This is the same as that of Rabbi Yasser and Rabbi Shimon in the previous Mishnah, so Rabbi Kiva would agree to that. Mishnah Vav. The previous Mishnah has discussed the halacha that a person cannot Aser something that's not his. This Mishnah discusses another case of a person who created a possible situation of climb in another person's property. If a robber planted seeds in a vineyard that he stole from its owner, and the vineyard then left the robber's possession, that is, was returned to the owner with the produce now growing in it, the owner harvests the produce even during Chalamayit. Many types of malacha, including harvesting, are generally also during Chalamayit. Here, however, it's motor to harvest the produce on Chalamayit, so it should not appear as if he's being mekayim, Climb. As a general rule, land cannot be removed from the possession of its original owner, and halakhically remains the owner's property even after it was stolen, as opposed to mentaltalin, which under certain circumstances will be considered property of the robber if he makes a kinyan on it, requiring him return only the value of the stolen object rather than the object itself. Therefore, based on the halacha that a person cannot ask for something that's not his, the ganav does not create climb, the anos does not create climb in the vineyard. Nevertheless, since the vineyard appears to have climbed in it, the produce must be removed as quickly as possible. In order to remove the produce quickly, the owner is required to hire workers to help him speed up the removal. The mission discusses how much he's obligated to spend on workers, up to how much extra must the owner pay workers in order to quickly remove the climb, up to an additional one-third above what it normally costs. That is, up to one-third more than the amount that workers generally charge. For example, if the going rate for workers is three zoos a day, and the owner cannot find workers for less than four zoos per day, he must pay that price. Yes, and we can. If he cannot find workers unless he pays more than this, 
For example, in the case given in the previous, as we explained pre- previously, he can only find workers that cost more than four zuz per day. He harvested himself at his normal pace and continues until he completes the job. He's not required to pay for workers, even though this delays the removal of the climb until after the yamtif. If after the yamtif, the owner will be able to find workers for the usual rate, or up to one third more than their amount, he'll be more to hire them at that time as well. In the case being discussed, the vineyard is still considered in the rishos of the original bailam. Therefore, the produce is mutter based on the halacha that a person cannot ask for something that's not his. If the vineyard remains in the possession of the robber, the anos, however, it can eventually have the status of the property of the anos, and his actions will ask for the produce. So, for when is the vineyard called the property of the robber, said its produce is prohibited by the climate plants, Mishiyishka, when the identity of the original owner is forgotten, that means that when people no longer call call it the owner's vineyard, instead of refer to it as belonging to the robber. At this point, the field is considered as if it's the robber's field, and by planting or allowing climb to grow there, the produce becomes usher. Mishnah Zayin. Haruach We learned in Mishnah Gimel that a grapevine hanging over grain creates kile'akarim. The Mishnah returns to discuss further halachas involving grain that's underneath the grapevine. If the wind blew grapevines over grain that was growing, the, gra- the grain and the grapevines were planted at the required distance from each other, and later the wind came and blew the vines above the grain, yikdor miyad, the owner must immediately cut the vines that are no longer over the grain. If there will later remain here, both the vines and the grain will become usr bahana. Here the Mishnah is speaking of a case where the vines were cracked or twisted in a manner that simply turning them back is not enough. Im ere oynas, if, as a result of circumstances that were beyond his control, he could not cut the vines, for example, his close relative died, in which case he may not work during the seven-day period of mourning, or the workers he hired to remove the vines did not come, as promised, Mutter, they are mutter bahana, since the owner did not willingly allow them to stay there, the produce does not become usher. Regarding a person's grain that was leaning beneath the vine, the grain was planted the required distance from the vine and not directly beneath any of its branches. However, as the grain grew, it bent over, so that part of the grain is now beneath the branches of the vine. And similarly, regarding greens, vegetables that are leaning beneath the vine, the owner must turn the grain or greens back away from, away from beneath the vine. However, if they are not turned back, the vine does not make the grain or greens also bahanal. Although we learned in Mishnah Gimel that other minim that are growing beneath a grapevine do become aser, that's when the actual plant is growing under the vine. Here, however, the trunk or stalk of grain or vegetable is not beneath the vine, only the upper part of the grain or vegetable is leaning under the vine. For this reason, the halacha here is different from the first case of our mission where we learned that if the vines were allowed to remain in position over the grain, the vines and the grain do become prohibited for benefits, they do become asubahana. In that case, the vines are positioned over the main part of the grain, while here they are not. The Mishnah turns to address how to develop grain, how developed grain and grapes must be in order to become usr as kile hakaram. For when in its development can grain become prohibited for benefit as the climb of the vineyard? Mishatashish, when the grain takes root, and when can grapes become prohibited for benefit? Mishayasakapalhalavan, when they become the size of a white bean. If a person plants grain in a vineyard, neither the grain nor the grapes become asubahana, the little grain takes root and the grapes grow the size of a palhalavan. Similarly, if a person planted grain in an existing vineyard whose grapes have not yet reached the size of a white bean, neither the grain nor the grapes become asubahana until the grape grows to that size. If the grain is uprooted before the grapes reach that size, the grapes do not become prohibited. 
Thus, neither the grapes nor the grain become azar unless both have reached their critical stages. Nevertheless, the grain becomes azar when it takes root, even if the grapes are not yet the size of a pelalavan. Grain that is ripened fully and dried to its full extent, and grapes that are ripened to their full extent, they do not become azar. Therefore, if a person plants grain in a vineyard whose grapes have already fully developed, or a vine among grain, that is completely ripe, neither the grain nor the grapes become usur bahana. Here too, neither the grapes nor the grain has become usur unless both of them have not yet fully ripened. Mishnah Ches Ovtitznokov. A flower pot with a hole in it which is large enough for a small root to fit through can draw nourishment from the ground, even though it's not actually connected to the ground. The Mishnah discusses grain that was planted in a flower pot that had been placed in a vineyard or within its four ama work area. If a flower pot with a hole in it was placed in a vineyard and grain was then planted in it, it asks both the grain and the flower pot and the grapes in the vineyard. However, if a grain is planted in a flower pot that does not have a hole in it, does not ask the grain of the flower pot or the grapes in the vineyard. A flower pot that does not have a hole in it is not considered connected to the ground beneath it. Therefore, when a person plants grain in it, the grain is not seen as being planted in the ground. Thus, it is not considered a climb of the carom. One may not plant grain even in such a flower pot. However, if one if one was over on this iser, the grain remains mutter bahano. However, Rabshimin says Zev is a oyser when planted in both a flower pot with a hole and one without a hole is oser. Nevertheless, it does not make the grain of grapes oser bahano. Rabshimin holds that a flower pot that has a hole in it has the same halacha as a flower pot that does not have a hole in it. In both cases, planting the flower pot is not considered the same as planting in the ground. Regarding a person who brings a flower pot that has a hole in it, in which grain has taken root through a vineyard, which is passing under the vines, the halacha is that if the grain increased by one two hundredth while in the vineyard, the grain is usr. A foreign species is not prohibited in the karem unless during the time that it's in the vineyard it increases in size and amounts at least one two hundredth of its final size. Nevertheless, since the flower pot was only moved through the airspace and never rested on the ground, does not answer the grapes. In fact, for this reason, the grain too is not also with their eyes. Nevertheless, the Rabbonon answered passing through a vineyard with a flower pot with a hole in it, and if someone did, they prohibited the grains as a knas. But Meikra Adin, it's not also. Okay.